Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Pucko Podcast! And welcome to the 273rd episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-hosts, Mr. Maximus and Professor Snag. And we are here to bring you another exciting episode of the Puckle Podcast. I meant to give you guys a new adjective today. I meant to start using different adjectives than wonderful. Um, <laughs> we are bringing you the Puckle Podcast. Puckle stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name I came up with in 2007. Uh, but we are more than a podcast. We are also a Pokemon community, and you can come and hang out with us at PucklePodcast.com uh, if you're new. If you're old, well, welcome back to the show, and I'm glad to have you listening to my sweet, uh, smooth tones. So, uh, as we start off every show, though, I want to ask my co-host, what have you been up to in Pokemon lately? I think Maximus was on last week. Have you done anything in Pokemon this week, Maximus? Um, this week uh, I was battling my UUTC battle. Oh, how'd that go? I lost. <laughs> I lost uh, my first you? one. So I ran out of the tournament. Who are you, who did you play against? Shamu. <laughs> That's right. Shamu was talking to me about that. How how bad was it? How bad was it? That's what it I want to know. It wasn't too bad. We were going I thought I had it in the beginning, but there were two of his Pokemon that kept switching out. <laughs> that and... that's the battle video we should do there, uh Snag. <clears throat> Let's well, either that one. Maybe we'll have to do two this week because I also heard the battle between Scrawn and our Sigma. Sigma. Those were yeah. this, these two are sound like really big matches, honestly. Yeah, we might uh, we they, might have to do both of them uh, just because they they sound really yeah. good. And uh, should I give away the spoiler? Should I let people watch it on their own? Uh, yeah, just let people watch it. We'll okay. Just, these no, will yeah, be up on YouTube hopefully in like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All all four of those competitors are still in the tournament, but uh, yeah, you'll definitely want to. Uh, Check out the YouTube to see who won between our Sigma and Scrawn. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll get these up on YouTube very soon. So uh, we're we're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> um, 
Uh, what about you, Snag? What have you been up to, Pokemon-wise? Um, a handful of things, I suppose. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Duel, which we'll, we'll talk about later during the topic. Um, mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I'm, I'm going to spoil everything. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about in the news how Pokemon Go uh, did their, <laughs> their Valentine's event. Yeah. So I've been doing that, too. Um, then kept trying to fill up my Pokedex a little bit more. Um, but I do want to take a moment to talk about uh, something else I've been doing uh, for a couple months now. Oh, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm part of a, another another podcast uh, called Pokemon Rollout. It's an RPG uh, uh, Pokemon game. So think like Dungeons and Dragons, but with Pokemon. And I do that with uh, some of my friends, uh, one of whom I knew in college. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. We have uh, five or six episodes out right now, and um, it's a great time. And uh, if you want a you know a really fun story with some fun characters, you should uh, check us out. It's again Pokemon Rollout. You can find us on iTunes, and we are part of the Tapestry Radio Network. Okay, good. I was going to say because they have a website, right? Tapestry Radio. Yes, they do. It's tapestryradio.com or something like that, right? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, in this day and age, the actual website isn't as important because, I mean, just go to Google yeah. and then ty- type in those yeah. words. I agree. I agree. <laughs> but I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, if you are searching for, uh, make sure you type in Pokemon Rollout Podcast because they, you know, yes. might come up with like the move and stuff like that. So there's, there's uh, yeah. actually, yeah, there's something else if you type that in. I, I forget what it is. There's like, there's something completely different. Other than a podcast or yeah. or the move, it's something completely <laughs> different. So make sure that you put podcast at the end. Yeah, but yeah, check it out. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, my character, uh, he uh, his name is uh, Chartreuse Pine, but he goes by Charlie, and he's he's not the brightest character, and he just kind of does you know does what he wants, uh, goes out on whims. So it's he he's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, so like Snag said, kick that out, guys, if you haven't already. He's he's a big part of that. Uh, <laughs> And so, let's see. For myself, I've been really bad. I've been I've been trying to learn some postbank OU, but it's really hard. It's super unstable right now, and it's uh it's not a good time. I'm hoping by the end of this weekend to have it figured out, but we'll see. I gotta build a couple teams so I can get a feel for it, and then patrons will get their little survey on who they want to have. Uh, speaking of which, there's gonna be that uh, chat box meetup on Monday. Oh, so that's nice. today, the day that this comes out. Um, at 7 p.m. Eastern, I everybody always asks the time. It's around 7 p.m. Eastern. It's like a soft start time, you know. Uh, show up, show up around then. And a lot of people are just because that's when we give away the dittos. That's when we give away the Patreon Pokemon for the five and ten dollar tier, and now the three dollar tier actually. Um, they're getting uh, Scythers now uh, this month. So, competitively ready Scythers, by the way, <laughs> not just any old Scyther. So, we'll. I would I would definitely suggest checking that out. If you haven't come to a chat box meetup, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, most of the patrons are there, but also a lot of people who aren't patrons. If you need a ditto, that's a great way to get one. If you want to meet up and trade, that's a great way to do it. And I I have a lot of fun doing that. We might it's, we might eventually switch this over to like Twitch streams or something at some point, but we'll figure out how yeah. it goes. It's I mean I have a blast doing it. I love sitting there talking to people doing stuff. So it's a lot of fun. I need to I need to get to those more regularly. But yeah, it's 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 great. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't believe it because like I, I made a I made a point because our chat box was kind of dying when we were like coming back to puckle regularity, right? And so I was just like, oh, we should just have a monthly meetup so people know to show up that night and there's going to be a ton of people in the chat, right? Um, I mean, our chat box is doing well now. I think there's always somebody in the chat to talk to. And 
but it, you know, it, we, I started it like a little over a year ago. I'm like every Monday, every second Monday of the month, guys, let's meet up. Let's just have a chat. And so it turned into this and it's really nice. It's a lot of fun. Um, and I really, I really like just talking to the community. It's probably my favorite part of doing this whole thing. You know, I just, I really like doing that. I really like giving back that way and just being able to talk to you guys. So, uh, but if you want to Skype with me, you can go to patreon.com, uh, apparently. So let's see. Uh, <laughs> we should start a discord server as well. Probably. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Someone, I, I think it was someone in the chat suggested that, uh, sometime a while ago. Um, yeah, I, I think we definitely should. Uh, I think, I think that would be something that'd be really cool just to have a discord server that's going on. You guys can just chat with each other the entire time and stuff like that. Um, it, it, we maybe we could do something else with it in the future as well. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Because then you could just hop on and maybe we do like a group chat. Maybe maybe uh, that I'm stumbling on. I, I ideas are in my head and I haven't formed them yet. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I haven't formed them yet. Let's see. Uh, other than that, I mean, I've been playing a lot of Fire Emblem. I'm gonna say that just to upset Bo. <laughs> uh, uh, this this week has just like been full of Fire Emblem. Ever since Fire Emblem Heroes came out, I've just been super into it. So I, I've got all of them on the virtual console on the Wii U. So I've been playing the original one right now. Well, the oh, original wow. English version. Uh, and I was actually late to the live show this morning because I was playing it. And I was like in this chapter and all my characters started hitting like level 20. So I was promoting them all. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally lost track of time. Uh, but that, that's my life. Uh, that's my, that's what I'm doing. I'm working on that. I'm working on, I'm actually getting back into the TCG actually. Uh, I just awesome. picked up. I just picked up the Keldeo. Uh, you guys have heard this all already, but the listeners <laughs> haven't. Uh, I just picked up the Keldeo Rayquaza Arena deck. Um, I'm gonna pick up another pack of it probably, just so I can get the full set of trainers that I need. Because I'm, I'm planning on going to league starting in like April, and I want to be able to build like a decent deck, you know, especially yeah. for PuckleCon. I want to be able to build a decent deck for PuckleCon and stuff like that, just so I can be uh, somewhat viable. Though PuckleCon, I don't know how much time I'm gonna have to play. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know yeah, what to play. So I, I have a deck built as well. Uh, I have not had a chance to do it just because when league happens, I'm usually busy. Yeah, so, yeah, that's understandable. Um, but yes, I, I have a deck, and it's a relatively new one. So uh, if stuff uh, phases new expanded, I have a deck I can play. It may not be good, but I have a deck I can play. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. Yeah. So uh, let's kick it on over to the news, guys. So let's cue the epic music. <laughs> And on to the news. So in the news, we have actually uh, a few different things. Not too much, but there's some. Uh, first of all, apparently the Pokemon anime starts in the United States, or the Pokemon Sun and Moon anime starts in the United States this week. So uh, started, wasn't it? Uh... It started. It, it, was, uh, it was this morning when we're recording, but it was on uh, February 11th. So that's good. That's really fun. <laughs> on on Disney XD, so you guys can check that out. It started this week, so it'll probably be in a few weeks. We'll be caught up to like the newer episodes. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, though. I I think this one's supposed to be ju- just about as good as the uh, as the Pokemon X Y and Z anime. So check that out. Uh, we also have uh, if you live in Japan, there's like a bunch of events coming your way, 
And I'm really sad we don't get all of these events like Japan does. Because uh, like they they they've gotten this uh, they're getting this Machamp, uh, this Machamp that starts uh, it already started on February eighth and it goes to February twenty eighth, and it's uh, to it's to promote the Japanese Olympic wrestler, which is just it's crazy. I mean, okay. I want some of this. Why can't we have these have these events? It's uh, uh it's for Sayori Yoshida, um, and it's at a couple of the Pokemon centers and at Seven Eleven. <laughs> um, so, well, there's 7-Elevens, like, everywhere in Japan, from my understanding. Okay. So, uh, so there's Double Edge, Bulk Up, Strength, and Quick Guard. If you're in Japan, go pick it up, Scrawn. Uh, so, <laughs> go pick it up. I mean, I, there's just so many, like, of Pokemon events. Another one was announced, actually, because Korokoro, I think, held a vote a while ago for a distribution, and Charizard ended up winning. So, gonna, there's gonna be a Charizard distribution in Korokoro next month as well. Which is really cool. Just so many like nifty little things happening, you know. Japan gets all it, the cool stuff. <laughs> honestly, it does. It gets a lot of cool things. I never, I didn't think I'd start saying that now that like we get the games at the same time, and they they've gotten better. I'll I'll admit they've gotten better with giving the United like North America very similar things, you know. But oh man, uh, if you participated in the Battle of Alola. Um, that friendly competition, or the Alola friendly competition, my apologies, not the Battle of Alola. Uh, you can go ahead and download your 50 battle points now. That goes until March 30th, so do that, because 50 battle points is, uh, that's a good amount for this game, I think. It's very difficult. I think it's really rough to get battle points now, with the whole battle tree thing. And especially with all the megastones being locked behind the battle tree. That's just nuts. Well, uh, you can, uh, in theory, pay for those. If you have uh, PokeBank, you get battle points. You do. You do. That's true. Which uh, is literally the only way that I'm at all competitively viable is because I use battle points uh, from PokeBank. I mean, that is super helpful. I agree with you there. Because, like, PokeBank is a great source of battle points. Especially if you have, like, living decks in it, too. Because you're just storing, like, 900 Pokemon there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in addition, which, uh, and say which I, I almost oh, yeah. have. I, I have living decks up through Gen Six. I'm still working on Gen Seven. So yeah. Uh, in addition, we also have the Valentine's Day Pokemon Go event that Snag was talking about. It is pink Pokemon, and it's double candy for bu- double candy for everything, right? Yes, just like Hall- Halloween yep. did double candy too, right? Yes, they That's did, right. and it's it is uh, pretty uh, pretty sweet. I have to say, I, like I said, I picked up uh, a few chances, so I'm trying to build up to uh, Blissey whenever Gen Two eventually fully hits. Um, I got uh, several Lickitung, I got Porygon, and this is like the first I've ever seen Chansey or Porygon. And mm-hmm. uh, I got I got super lucky. I hatched an egg yesterday, and it was a Grimer, which is the buddy that I was working on. So yeah. I, I'm nearly to a muck. That's awesome. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, no, so I know I, I need to go out and just play. Um, these things, I, I have a theory about when Gen 2 is going to drop because I feel like the TPCI, because I, I know I heard that Gen 2 is in the, in the code right now of Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. It just hasn't been opened up. And I think TPCI is like holding off on it until they announce the next Pokemon game. You know, we're probably going to get some kind of third version of Sun and Moon, I would assume. And I could totally see them just dropping dropping Gen 2 when the, after they announce it to be like, hey, here's Pokemon Go again. And then everybody's like, man, I want to play a real Pokemon game. And then, you know, 
next Pokemon games coming out so people buy it. I see them using Pokemon Go as more of an advertising tool. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can see that. I, I don't know if the Pokemon Go community will hang on to that. Cause, like, I, I don't know if they one. will. I mean, yeah. they're getting pretty frustrated. And especially with this event, a mm-hmm. lot of people are going to be able to tick off you know, the last few Pokemon in their Pokedex. Yeah, I agree. So, I don't know. I My theory is that it'll probably be this summer, maybe like in June they'll announce Gen 2. Yeah, that way. well, no, I, I, I can agree with that 100%. Because by then they should announce something new. A new Pokemon game, I feel. Maybe. Uh, it, 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 that is a maybe. I agree with that because I, I have no idea what they're doing anymore. Uh, we went <laughs> we went two whole years without a Pokemon game. That is the longest span we've had in a really long time between Pokemon games. Yeah. And uh, possibly ever. I'm not 100% sure on that. Don't don't quote me. Uh, quote them, people. It, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a very, it's a very, very long span. So I wouldn't be surprised if they announced like, hey, we built this on the same engine as Sun and Moon. Here you go. Here's another game while you're waiting. You know, I, I can see something like that. Uh, a Sun and Moon 2 maybe where it's just somewhat different, not a lot. I, there's definitely going to be something that follows up Sun and Moon though, in my opinion. Because uh, I don't know if you guys noticed this in Sun and Moon. I mentioned this on the show before, but on every island, there's like a building being built on a lot. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, you mentioned that. But yeah, I mentioned again- that a while ago. But then again, in uh, in Oraz, they had a place for the Battle Frontier, but didn't have a Battle Frontier. They, they, so. they didn't have a they didn't have a place for it. They did not have a place for it. Um, I think that's misrepresenting it. Uh, they had a a mock up of what it was supposed to be. I feel like that was more of a tribute to the fact that the Battle Frontier is still yet to come. But we recognize the Battle Frontier existed in the past. You know what I mean? In this remake, yeah. I, I I I think that's what it is. More of an acknowledgement. This I see it as kind of like a foreshadowing to another sure. game. This one's a little bit different. Like if, if there was straight up like if if they put a sign up there that said this is a Pokemon gym, this will be a future Pokemon gym. Maybe even then I would look into it a little bit more. But uh, then I would I could go with your statement more. But they kind of like left it vague, you know, they yeah. left it a little vague. I'd be cool with the nut. I don't think this is going to come out this year, probably another year or so uh, before we hear about this. But like a sequel to Sun and Moon where you can go through it again. They're gyms this time. You could have the island trials plus the gym. Like, you're going on your island trials, right? But at the same time, you're going to go get some gym badges. Yeah. Or maybe, I think the, that would be, or maybe no, the Kahunas maybe the kahunas turn into gym leaders or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe. They, yeah, it's the same game, but they're in their own gyms or something like that. And I think that'd be really cool. But before you can do it, you have to go against some trials before you can go ahead and get into the gym. I, I would be so down with that, you know? 100%. It would, I mean, Sun and Moon were good games, and they're fantastic. Uh, yeah. But I, I, it would be cool to see them change it up. At, th- at this point, they could change it up by inserting the old formula. Not not making it the old formula, but kind of inserting it in. Yeah. And I think that would be a really cool way to kind of come full circle. And I don't know. I, I, think, it's, I think it's something very Pokemon to do. Uh, let's see. What else is there? So there's that. There's Hollow Valentine's. You can buy Valentine's on PokemonCenter.com, by the way. And they are the most adorable Valentine's. They are pretty pretty awesome. Um, yeah. Do you have any of them up right now, Thatch? Or... Oh, I, I used to. Uh, so my favorite one out of... So there's like five of them. There's it's probably, like, probably I, my favorite one, too. <laughs> uh, so there's like I Pikachu's You. That's not my favorite one. Um, there's You Make My Day with Espeon. And you... you send me over the moon with an Umbreon and then there's something else with an Eevee but 
Uh, my favorite one, and we're probably thinking of the same one. The, the, the easy one is, is you're just my type. Yeah, that's it. Um, but the the fifth one, and probably the best one out of the bunch, is a slowpoke with like a bunch of hearts, and it just says Happy New Year. Like that is my favorite Valentine of all time. I it, when you buy them, you get a pack of eighteen, and you only get two slowpoke ones. I would pay to just have slowpoke ones. I would totally pay for that. Those are good. Yeah. PokemonCenter.com is like one of my favorite things right now. <laughs> uh, they ever since they came back, like I guess it's been like two years now. Ever since they've come back, they've just had some of the best product, and like they just came out with a Toga Demaru plush as well. So I'm gonna have to buy that, <laughs> but uh, because apparently I like Toga Demaru, <laughs> uh, but I I also think it'd be really cool to have it. Um, other. What else was in the news? I don't think there was much else in the news. Um, there's a glitch currently with the friendly competitions, by the way, that Pokemon is aware of. Uh, so they say if you're going to do a friendly competition, um, do not scan a QR code before it starts. Just scan it after it starts. Um, because there's a, there's a problem right now, so they're working on a solution. Um, friendly competitions are pretty cool, too. I need to start looking into that a little bit more. Just to see if we can do it. Because I know you can only do it like a day-long competition, which is a little sad. But at the same time, maybe we get together for like a chat box thing, like over spring break or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like one day you get together, everybody just battles it out in this friendly competition. It'd be pretty cool. Uh, other than that, though, I think that's it for the news. I don't think there's anything else too terribly exciting. So we are going to go switch it on over to Pokemon's Pokey or Puckle's Pokey Quiz. <laughs> uh, where we quiz our co-hosts on their innate Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the quiz show where we quiz your host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. And of course, guys, lower your browsers as no internet is allowed. You're just going to use what's in your brain. Uh, you guys get one hint throughout the game. If you get all five questions correct to some extent, means you don't get the bonus point. You can cash in that hint for an extra point. And as well as that, you can uh, you get five questions. One of them will be worth more than will be worth two points, as always. So we're going to jump on in with these questions. Are you guys ready? Yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Question number one. Uh, this kind of relates to last week a little bit because we talked about Pokemon professors. But how many Pokemon professors in the main series games have a canonical first name? And that is your question. I need the number. Okay. Um, I believe well, it's based on last week. I think it's three. Because it's it's Sam Oak, uh, Augustine uh, Sycamore, and Juniper has a last name, Aura, Aura, some or like A O U A U L R U. I mean A. I can't remember. It's something. Okay. I know Juniper has one. Okay. Um, I can't think of one for Elm. I can't think of one. Uh, what about no Kukui? Does Does Kukui have one? No, Kukui does not have one. Okay, I dig it. Uh, is that your? It's three. Yeah. Three is your final answer. That yes, is sir. correct. Right. Uh, three is the correct answer. It is Samuel Oak, as you guys said, Augustine Sycamore, and Aurea Juniper. Aurea, uh, that's what I'm trying to figure yeah. out. Yeah. 
Aurea Juniper is actually really hard to find uh, because it's like deep in the game. Uh, you have to, it's like in the Holocaster in Black and White Two. Oh wow! Like, there's just like a conversation where they like briefly mention it, so you might not catch it. But she does have a canonical first name. All, All right. right. So, so as always, I let your co-host, your fellow co-hosts, um, ask questions as well. One because I'm too lazy to write my own questions, <laughs> uh, and two because I also uh, they also get a chance to ask you guys some hard questions, and it kind of gets it, it evens out uh, <laughs> in the long run. I'm that way, I can't. That way, I can't be blamed for making the questions too easy every week. So that's it. But, uh, uh, I might I might have uh, some re- repayment from my question from last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this next one is actually from Scrawn. Um, so Scrawn Scrawn's going to ask you guys. Though introduced in Generation Five as a technical machine, this move did not appear in the Generation T six TM catalog, but once again resurfaced as a TM in Generation Seven. What move is this? Um, can you repeat that one more time? Um, I'll I'll translate. I'll translate. In Gen 5, this move was a TM, but it wasn't a TM in Gen 6, but then it became a TM again in Gen 7. And it was introduced as a TM in Generation 5. Oh, man. I... I don't know. (laughs) This is... This one's a little rough, but I think you got... I I think it's doable. Do you have any thoughts on that, Maximus? Should we use our you, You, of course, yeah, you have the hint as always. Um, sure, let's use the hint. All right. Uh, so the hint is, this is one of the first TMs you get in Pokemon Sun and Moon. Uh, is it Leech Life? Is it... No, I don't think that's a TM. It was also something given away by a gym leader at some point. Rock Tomb? Maybe. Because I know Rock Tomb was a TM in the past generation. It was introduced in Generation 5 as a TM. Oh, Generation 5? Never mind. Yes. It's not Rock Tomb then. Okay. Uh, I'll um, make that clarification. I'm going to need an answer here soon. Yeah. Um, just roll some any... dice. <laughs> just name a team from just this generation. That, that's just in this generation. Uh, I don't even I don't even know. It's terrible. <laughs> um, like, well, I... Well, you throw round? something. I, round? Go for it. Yeah, let's round. Uh, that is incorrect, though. It might be correct. I don't know if that was a TM or not in Gen 6. Uh, the answer that Scrawn gave me is Workup. Uh, Workup? Workup was a TM in Generation 5. It was given to you by the normal type gym leader, either Sharon or, uh, what's the other, oh, gosh, gym leader's name. Um, oh. It's something with an L. Lenora. Lenora. Lenora, that's it. And, and, uh, it was given to you at the beginning of Sun and Moon when you were at the trainer school. That was the, actually the first TM I believe that you can get. Was okay. Uh, so that's I good. Played, uh, I played little. I played little Gen Five. To be perfectly honest. Yeah. So it's uh. So the answer is workup. Let me double check that round. Uh, round TM though, just because I feel like that could also be applicable. Um. So let's see. So in generation. It, it no, it was a round was also a TM in Generation Six, so that does not answer the question, um, okay. unfortunately. So it, it, the answer is just work up. So, uh, oh well, guys, we'll move on though. Next question. This one is brought to you by the fluffiest Whimsicott. Uh, <laughs> as are the next two after this as well. The remaining questions are are brought to you by the fluffiest Whimsicott. Um, what is the only Pokemon that can be caught as opposed to received? 
that is described as being once as being that is being described once obtained as being found in a fateful encounter. So uh, typically, when you receive Pokemon via mystery gift, you'll get them as uh, saying that you met them in a fateful encounter. But there is one Pokemon that will have that descriptor after you catch it. Um, is, as you can figure out, it is probably an event. So, uh, which Pokemon is this? Okay, that is the that. question. Okay, what's, so one that says uh, a fateful encounter? Or, yeah. Okay. yeah, it needs to have said that it was caught in a fateful encounter. Alright, so my initial Wait. thoughts on this are... So it's something that you can actually catch, but it's probably mm-hmm. going to be like a legendary or like a mythic type Pokemon. So my first thoughts are Deoxys um, or Darkrai or Shaman. Those are my first thoughts because those are mythics you can actually catch in a Pokeball. It says Fate. Well, so what Pokemon deal with Fate? Well, no, no. That's just what they say when like, when you're given a um, a mythic Pokemon. It says it met in a fateful encounter. It doesn't... Ah, gotcha. Um, so th- those are my my three thoughts there, Maximus. Either Deoxys, uh, Shaman, or Darkrai. But all those could, in theory, be wrong. Mm. I don't think, to be perfectly honest, I don't think it's Deoxys. Yeah. I would, I would almost say Shaman fills more of that role, to be perfectly honest. But... And, th- and Thatch, you said you could actually catch this Pokemon, is that right? Yes. Uh, so I'm going to need an answer. Uh, yeah, that's my best thought. Let's go with Shaman. Shaman? That is, that is correct. All right. Uh, Shaman, Shaman, when he caught it in platinum from the event with Oak's letter in the, uh, what's it, in Flower Paradise? Yeah. Would actually, actually come up after you catch it. It doesn't say obtained in, um, obtained in Flower Paradise. It's obtained in a fateful encounter. The Darkrai, however, had its own island. So it was said it was caught on that island. Okay. So you guys, you guys had the right ideas, though. You had the right ideas. So good job there. So our next question is worth two point, up to two points. Um, there are three answers to this. All you need to do is name two of them for both points. Each Pokemon you name is worth one point. Uh, three is for bragging rights. <laughs> so, so three Pokemon share the same base speed of five, the lowest base speed in the entire game. Name them. What are those three Pokemon? And you get a point, like I said, for each of them. And base speed of five. Yeah, lowest speed in the entire game. Okay. Uh, oh, shoot. I should know this. I'm thinking Shuckles one. Uh, uh, I, I wouldn't, necessarily dis- wouldn't necessarily disagree. Um, and I, I would guess... Um, 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 that's a good idea. I'm thinking, uh, what's the, what's the l- lowest one in the Slack Oath line? Yeah, that's it, Slack Oath. Uh, that one might be really slow. And there's also Wishy Washy. That has a lot of slow stuff. But I think this, think this speed, one of the best. No, wait. I'm just thinking of Pokemon are just slow in general, like, or bad. Like, we have those four. We have Slack Oath, Wishy Washy, Shuckle, and Suncurve. So... You want to do Sunkern and uh, Shuckle? Should we start with those those two? I'll accept it. Shuckle's correct. <laughs> That's one point. All right. So I'll let you. I'll let you think about a second one. Okay. So, but he didn't. He didn't clarify. Like uh, he didn't give us give it to us for any of the other ones. So we have a 
I think uh, the ones we've named so far are probably wrong. Um, what else would be really slow that would what, like what really benefits from Trick Room? Well, I know a lot of them want to benefit, but they're not that slow though. Um, I gotta give you guys ten more seconds. Gosh, I don't know. Um, I you want to just say wishy washy because it's evolved. Well, not evolved, but it's school form. It's not even the fastest thing either. Okay. Yeah, go with it. Uh, that is incorrect. The other two uh, that you guys didn't come up with are uh, Munchlax and Pukumuku. Oh. <laughs> uh, Munchlax has a base speed of five. Nobody thinks about him because ne- they never use Munchlax. Uh, Pukumuku, Pukumuku is like the new Shuckle, essentially, except being water type. So it's about uh, it's about the same thing. Um, but you got one. So you guys are at three points today. That's pretty good. If you can get Not this last bad. one, if you guys get this last one, you're sitting at the average. I think you guys should be hitting. Uh, question number five, the final question today. So this has to do with a Pokemon that is a basic Pokemon. This is a basic Pokemon who has a base attack stat that is higher than its next evolution, but it's the same as its final evolution. Okay, repeat that so, one more time. Okay, so this basic Pokemon, one of the evolves, its attack stat is lower one of the evolves. And then when it's the final evolution, its final evolution has the same attack stat as it started with as a basic. So it's a three level. Mm-hmm. The first thing that comes to mind would be like one of the bugs, like a Caterpie or a Weedle or something of that nature. Yeah, but he also said it's the same attack, and I know with those, yeah. like, well, it could be Butterfree. Its attack shouldn't be that high. No, in fact, it'd be more so its uh, special attack. I think. Mm-hmm. So it could be Butterfree. Well, it would be it'd be Caterpie. That would be the oh because he's, he's he's looking for the basic one. Um, that's that's my initial thought. Can you think of anything else that might do did the trick for that? Uh, else, I mean, that... I suppose any of those bugs could in theory do do that, but. Like uh, you know, the Vivian line or the um, uh, the Wormpole line potentially. I don't. I don't know them. Hmm. I don't think it's Wormpole because I know they have a decent enough HP. Uh, you guys have an answer? Should we just go with Caterpie? Sure, Caterpie. All right. I believe that is incorrect. Actually, the answer is Trap Inch. Oh, you were you were along the right right lines though, because it's kind of a bug type, you know, uh, in design. Not so much in typing, but in design. Yeah, so Trap Inch's attack is incredibly high. It's the same as Flygon's, Wait, uh, but when I it thought, falls into Vibrava, uh, did, I thought, am I? I thought Flygon's attack was a hundred, and Trap Inch's is ninety. You know what? If that's the case, I'm going to give you the point. This was a Whimsicott question, so uh, you can blame her. Uh, no, <laughs> Trap Inch's base attack is actually one hundred. Okay. Oh. Okay. Never mind. I thought it was. I thought it was ninety. Or no, did it go 100. up Gen Seven? It might have gone up Gen. Uh, I don't know if it went up Gen Seven or not. Um, I, they typically don't affect base Pokemon stats in Gen Seven, or when they do stat boosts. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's base one hundred. So unfortunately, you guys got three points today, though. Everybody's doing slow gains, though, so don't feel bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So. That changes the standings here today, guys. Uh, just a little bit, not much, but a little bit. We got some. We got some people running up in first and second and third. It's starting to starting to spread out a little bit, but nothing that nobody's in the running for. As I will remind you, 
You guys are playing for the uh, the coasters based on I think the giant TCG cards. Whatever whatever my wife's willing to give you. Um, <laughs> that's, that's really the answer. Uh, <laughs> so our standings right now are in first place. We have Whimsicott with ten points. In tied for second place, we have Shamu and Scrawn with seven points. In fourth place, we have Maximus with six points. Tied for fifth place, we have Jushira and Bosephus. And in seventh place, we have Snag with three points. And everybody else has yet to get on the board. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. So don't worry about it. There's plenty of other chances to get to it. Oh, so that is going to be it for this edition of Pokal's Poke Quiz. And we're going to jump right on over to the topic, guys, after this short break. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your Puckle experience. First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com, where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And on to the topic, our topic today is going to be Pokemon Duel. This is the new app that came out, I guess, about two weeks ago, right? We didn't talk about it last week. Yeah, we didn't talk about it last week, but uh, I think think it's worth talking about. It's, It's fun. I have to say it's fun. I'm not. It's not like Pokemon Go fun, but it's definitely fun. There have been a lot of mobile games that have come out in the past year, mostly because Nintendo's like really gone into this mobile strategy. Uh, so first they, off, oh, so go, ahead. Add, go ahead. All, all of uh, the Pokemon games that have come out aren't even really Nintendo. This is all from Game Freak. Yeah, that's true. And, so and like, like the Pokemon Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this game is actually, this game really, uh, caught my eye for multiple reasons. One, it's been out in Japan for like a year. They called it Pokemon Comstar or something like that. Comstar, uh, in Japan. So this game has been out in Japan for a while and I guess they figured why as well bring it over to the United States market. That's fine by me because it's, it's fun. Um, now I didn't know back when it was called Pokemon Comstar until I downloaded it myself that it was actually... 100% just a rip of the Pokemon trading figure game uh, from, like, I guess it was from, like, 2003? Yeah, it was That's a while ago. Let me see what... Or 2007? Me... I think it was just before Gen 7, or Gen 4 started. I think it was something like that. So, like, the trading figure game, for those of you who don't know, there uh, Pokemon tried to start something on the side of the Pokemon TCG called the Pokemon trading figure game. So you go out and you buy these little figures. I don't know if Maximus... Did you know about these? Mm, nope. You didn't Remember know what it, 2006, so 2007 is when that, it uh, was, was officially it. released. That was it. Um, so, like, there's these little figures. Uh, so it's really cool, first of all, because you get a little figure of your favorite Pokemon. There is a Feraligator one, by the way. Um, <laughs> and so what you did is you'd move them on this board, which had a few different spaces. You can move them a certain amount of steps depending on what Pokemon it is. And what you do is when you bump into another Pokemon, you could do a battle. And you'd spin your Pokemon, they'd have an attack, and depending on conditions that we'll talk about later, your Pokemon would beat or lose the, against the other Pokemon. And so your goal was to just get your Pokemon to the other side of the field. Easy enough. I thought it was, I thought it was a really cool game, and the problem was, as Snag said, it came out in 2007-2006. Well, 2007-2006 me uh, did not have a job, so <laughs> I could not buy these. And so I... I so, was talking. They they were relatively expensive and yeah, 
And I mean, the idea, uh, and, and just like uh, you have boosters for the TCG, uh, there are boosters for this as well, and they were hidden boosters. Mm-hmm. And I guess for me, like I was intrigued by it, but I I couldn't justify uh, putting money down to something that I didn't know what I was going to get. Yeah. Okay. And so let's fast forward to 2016, 2017, right? Ten years later, and I look back on this, and this is 100% just ahead of its time. Uh, this concept. Because you have these things now called blind boxes for, like, anime figures and stuff. And my my wife buys those all the time. You know, five, six dollars, she'll buy it because she doesn't have that figure. Oh, no, I got a, I got a duplicate. Oh, well. And then she'll go buy another one, you know? <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I think this would have taken off. Um, looking back again, once again, in 2014 to the Amiibo craze, right? Oh, yeah, no kidding. You, you had the Amiibo craze, which is a bunch of figures. And so you can... You don't even need to add Amiibo functionality. If you would have brought this out in about 2014, 2013 maybe, you get all of the fans who started playing Pokemon as children who now have what's called expendable income to just go and blast on these things. So I think I think it was a missed opportunity to some extent. Uh, they just did it a little too early. And uh, even it, with even with Amiibos, if they were to take a game like this and put it on the Switch, you could sell a whole line of Amiibos. Oh, yeah. Or like even if they just had like an Amiibo well, disc, like maybe not well, a full figure, but just a disc to do it. Well, they did this uh, to some extent with Pokemon Rumble Blast U for the Wii U. They used the NFC NFC reader, and there was a series of about thirty Pokemon that got their own little NFC figures for Pokemon Rumble Blast U. And people did go out and collect these and went out and got all 30 figures to use in their Rumble Blast U game. But again, it's Rumble Blast U, so take that for yeah. what you will. Uh, um, so, th- again, 100% ahead of its time. So that that's just kind of like the basis for Pokemon Duel. That's, that's what it is. It's the trading figure game, but they're just like, you know what? Instead of forcing people to buy these, let's put it in an app. And if they want, they can microtransaction it. If not, they'll get figures eventually by playing the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I definitely, I'm really into that. Uh, does any of this sound intriguing to you, Maximus? I know you haven't played it yet. I'm trying yeah. to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to sell this to you. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe I should go uh, watch a trailer or something because I feel like I'm missing something. I'm missing like the concept of it. Uh, so the concept is well, you have this map, and then you try to move the figures across the map. And you get to the other other side of the map it's, to your. It's very goal. much like chess. Like if you yeah. abstractify it, it's a lot like chess. Okay then. Yeah. The, the the one big issue that I have with the game overall is that so it's a Pokemon game, but it's like you could strip away the Pokemon stuff and still completely play it. Yeah. Um I guess I wish that the, like there are no type advantages to say mm-hmm. in this game. And that's one thing I think they could do well with is like if you can take advantage of the type advantages, then this would be a little more interesting. That's but. true. There are no type advantages, uh, which I think is a huge thing that should be – I don't know. I feel like it should have been implemented, and I'm, I'm very confused as to why it's not. It probably would make the game a little bit one-sided. Mm-hmm. Um, I know in the TCG you can get around type advantages. So this is – like like you said, it's, it's a little bit weird and a little bit one-sided with that. So – we're gonna keep moving on though, and we're gonna we're gonna go into some Pokemon uh, dual dual play. Talk about so they they keep having updates for figures and stuff, which is kind of cool. And when they're added, they just added Moltres, Zapdos, and Articuno, and a few other minor figures, and that's really cool because I hope they get to all of the Pokemon eventually. There's no Gen Seven Pokemon yet either, 
which I no. think should be noted because this game came out before Gen Seven in Japan. Yeah, yeah. Right now, I think there's a right around two hundred or so Pokemon available. I think. Yeah, it's it's a very it's a very interesting game because when you open these packs, you get a few things. You can get a new Pokemon figure, but there's also uh, three different types of cubes you can get. Um, so you can get a rare metal cube, an ingot cube, or a or a I guess they just call it a cube. Uh um, which is a green. Um, so these cubes do different things in the game. One, the ingot you can just sell and get a lot of money, and you can use this currency for what's later known as uh, figure fusion. Um, this is something that was not in the trading figure game. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can actually level up your figures in this game, and it lets you change the percentage of times that the percentage of time you land on a certain thing when you spin your figure, essentially, and. Uh, so when you level them up, you can use the rare metal. That'll give them... You fuse that with your character, you'll get some experience points. If you fuse them with another character of the same type, it'll also give them experience points and also a uh, point to level up its chain level, which we'll get to later. This all sounds very complicated, I'm sure, right, Maximus? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's really... It's not too it's very bad simple. once you get used to it. Basically, there's yeah. the, the, the gold cubes give you money, Blue cubes give you experience, which allow you to level up your Pokemon. And then the green cubes... Uh, give you extra attack. Yeah, they, they boost your attack, uh, which is re- basically helps out uh, to do to, to get advantage in tie breaks. Yeah, because you'll you'll come up... I, I know one of, the po- like, uh, one of the very popular things to do right now... Um, I'm not su- super into the strategy like Snag is, but you could pick up something like a Latios, right? Or a Latios, not a Latios. I don't think that figure exists. No, you can, you can but, get them both. I, I, you can I get them both? A, okay. Yep, I have a Latios uh, on my team. Okay, because I, I have a Latios, and I, one of its moves uh, will land on a 70. And I know it's a very popular figure right now uh, because it's got the three movement, it's an EX, and it hits hard. So uh, uh, you were saying that you took it, and you using these green cubes, he got to a point where he could level up the attack so it would instead of doing seventy damage, it would do seventy one damage. Exactly. So if uh, I run anything else that does seventy damage instead of being a tie, which just is nothing, I now do a seventy one against anything else that does seventy, and so then I win that battle. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> that's, a, that's a little better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hopefully that makes sense. And so you have uh, different moves that the Pokemon can use. You can have like the straight up white. The they're called white moves. The uh, the attacks. Because their colors are white and they're attributed with a number. But what you'll have in addition to that is you'll have purple moves, which have star ratings from 1 to 3. And purple moves will always beat white moves. And then purple moves will beat purple moves of lower star ratings. Uh, On top of that, you also have uh, gold moves, which also have damage equated with them, which will beat white moves if they have more damage output. And they'll also beat purple moves because they move first. It's essentially like it's this game's version of priority. Because hmm. I think I think Metagross gets a bullet punch, and so his is a gold move. The bullet yep. punches, and so except uh, gold moves don't beat white moves only if they have a higher. Number. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. And so, and then in addition to that, you'll also have uh, you have blue moves, which are essentially like block or dodge or protect or something like that. And so those beat pretty much everything, but they don't knock out the other Pokemon. They just, it kind of ends in a draw. Yeah. Essentially. 
But other than that, and then uh, the purple moves can sometimes have effects like poisoning or putting to sleep or even freezing. I think freeze is still like a super annoying condition to have in this game. It is. It's annoying in, in, I'm, I'm guessing it's annoying in every format. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I the only for so I learned I learned the other day freeze isn't in the TCG. Uh, they got rid of like freeze doesn't exist. What they replaced it with is paralysis in the TCG. Um, so that's the way I think it should be. I don't think freeze should exist as a condition. It is so good as a condition, <laughs> and uh, the the way they balance it out in the normal Pokemon games is it's not a guaranteed chance for any kind of freeze. The highest percent chance you have to freeze something, I think, is like 10% with an ice beam, right? Yeah. Uh, in this game, though, there's a chance if you land on a certain status condition move. I believe Glaceon has this. Um, it actually 100% freezes you. But you, have, <laughs> no, but you have to land on it, though. That's the thing. You do you have, have to land to. on it. You do have to land on it. But it's a pretty big chance on Glaceon, actually. Yeah, so if you, if you modified it, let me... If you modified it, I think you get it up pretty high. So... Yeah, Glacian's like I think like forty percent chance to hit that, something like that. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can find find it out. Yeah, we can go ahead and keep. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll keep moving. We'll just keep moving. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see, what else did I forget? So there's actually a there's actually a story mode in this as well. I haven't beaten it. Uh, no, it, I don't. I think it'd take almost forever to beat. I'm like not even because. So the way the story mode goes is you go it's through so these slow. various towers. And uh, one thing is like, so you do have this green energy bar that if you're going through the story mode, you can mm-hmm. only hit do like so much of this. No, I've never run out of that green energy bar. No, it's really hard to. It's a it's a time based thing, and you can pay to refill it. That's like a microtransaction they have. But that's that's just, I mean, wait wait a while, take a break from the game, and then you can come back and and do it. But um, yeah, How I, like, long I would it take? Uh, not that long actually. It's I like, think it's like it, a couple minutes per. Unit. Well, no, per unit, I think it's one. It's maybe two minutes per unit or something like that. Yeah, and and you never use more than like I'd say ten units at a time, and your bar maxes out at like a hundred and ten units. Yeah, the one thing that is uh, depleting it really fast is like right now they have a special flying gym tournament thing yes. going on, mm-hmm. and so that that's uh, twenty units per per battle. Uh, but even mm-hmm. with that, I've never I've never depleted to zero. So. Um, yeah, but uh, do you want to talk about uh, like some of the strategy, like the what, what I particularly use? Yeah, or... yeah. I, okay. I would like to hear what you do because I know there. I know there's a lot of people who are like really into it that have a lot of strategies. My favorite, personally, uh, I'll just throw this out there, is using Shuppet. I, I was just about I, to say uh, the Shuppet Rush uh, strategy is what I I do usually. Okay. Uh, the advantage with Shuppet is that it has a movement of three, which is the highest movement you can have. And uh, what else it does is it uh, allows you to skip over most Pokemon. There are a couple of them that, that block Pokemon jumping over, but Shuppet uh, allows you to uh, to go past those. And, uh, you know, so within three moves, you could be at the goal, uh, depending if they attack you or not or, or whatnot. Um, and yeah, I know Shuppet's like one of the most popular ones right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, isn't that good for you, Maximus? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Baynet does the same thing, except it's got a, it's only got a movement of two. Yeah. So that's kind of the downside, but it does, I think it does a little bit better with the, with its, uh, damage output and its, uh, probability to hit curse. Yeah. Although, I mean, to be fair, like, uh, Baynet still isn't great for its damage. I think it has damage of 40, which isn't Yeah, gonna, it's not great. It's, it's not, not going to go toe to toe with any big hitters. 
So yeah. the movement is, is is what I think is beneficial. Uh, one of the best counters to this is to just cover your goal because if uh, mm-hmm. your goal is covered, uh, it can't uh, land on it. Uh, but there's a counter to that as well. Um, so I, on my team, I run a Shuppet and then also a Meowth. And what you can do is get your, your Shuppet has the movement of three, so you can get it down to the other side of the board. And then you can use one of the plates, uh, which are the one I like to use as Pokemon Switch. So you switch Meowth and Shuppet, and then on on the next turn, uh, Meowth has, I think it's called uh, Fake Out. It's a three-star purple move, and if it lands on that, Meowth and the Pokemon on the goal switch places. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, let's see. There's also the plates. I don't think they're actually that important. Uh uh, you get I, well, you get a deck of like six cards essentially that can edit like attack damage and switching Pokemon. It's it's essentially like trainer cards in the TCG. Yeah. Um. Well, it's they they help and they can be very beneficial. Like I said, the one that I just talked about was a really uh was uh is a nice one uh to just switch a couple of Pokemon around. Um. Another really good one to be aware of is uh Hurdle Jump. Uh, mm-hmm. Hurdle Jump uh, just allows you to hop over another Pokemon. I lost a battle this morning because I didn't think about that, and they just hurtled over me and landed on the goal. Yeah. Um. And then yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a fun game, Maximus. Did you see? I sent you a picture of the board so you could follow along a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in the chat, so you can see you can just go around these spots, um, and. Uh, you get boosters from playing the game as well, uh, and there's daily challenges and stuff like that to get you more boosters, unlock more Pokemon, and uh, other than that, I think I think it's a little fun. It's a fun little game to play if you're just sitting around doing nothing, you're waiting for something. Yeah, um, yeah, I wrote down a few things like yeah, there are daily challenges, which uh, I mean, you want to try and make sure you do do those. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot of them, and then like you can also get what are called timed boosters, where basically uh, you have to wait a certain amount of time for it to unlock, or you can and, pay money to open it, or you can pay money, or well, you can use gems, which there are there are ways to get gem gems in game. Yes. They they give you fifteen as your uh, as your daily login, and then by doing that, the story mode, the quest, you can also earn gems that way. But it's it, that's not too terribly fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, but it was for winning what they call league matches. Uh, you also, uh, that's what, um, that, well, that's what gives you the time boosters, which could be anywhere from an hour to 24 hours. In fact, I got mm-hmm. a, I have a 24 hour one cooking right now. <laughs> um, but also you, uh, there's what's called a lock booster. And by, uh, doing those league battles, uh, you get basically get 10 points to unlocking those for, or there, you need 10 points. You get three points to unlocking those, uh, for winning a league battle and you get only one for a loss. So, uh, after a handful of battles, you can get that uh, locked booster, which will again give you another another Pokemon. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. There's much else I can talk about Pokemon Duel. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I guess the the, the the last thing that I, I would uh, tell you folks is if you're looking to uh, get into this and, and and do it, I haven't spent any money on it yet, and I don't think I will. It seems a little bit mm. uh, expensive uh, for me, but. Um, when you do this, uh, if, as you collect gems, which basically allow you to buy things in game, wait till you have two hundred gems. Because when you have two hundred gems, then you uh, get to trade yeah. uh, four figures, and one of them is guaranteed to be a rare or an EX. Uh, so just make sure if you're gonna gonna do that, uh, 
wait till you have 200 gems and do the four for one exchange. Don't do anything before that. Yeah, now, what exactly is a four for one exchange? So, uh, so, so not four yeah. for one, but it's four at a time. So basically, if you go into their shop, you can do an exchange and you can do uh, 50 gems for one booster, which could be anything. You can do 100 gems for two boosters, which could be anything. Or you could do uh, 200 gems for four boosters. And again, like I said, one of those is guaranteed to be a, a rare or an EX, which are typically the better Pokemon. Okay. Yeah. That's how so. you get. That's how you can get good figures quicker. Uh, if you just wait, if you hold off and only spend two hundred gems at a time, exactly. I'd agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. Uh, outside of that, though, I think that's. Uh, I think that's all that's going on. <laughs> yeah, that that um, basically sums it that's, up. I mean, that's Pokemon Duel. It's Pokemon trading figure game, but we made it so it was more accessible for people. Yeah, um, it's. I think it's a lot of fun, like I said, but it's really it's a game very similar to chess, just with a Pokemon skin on it. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't even have uh, type advantages. I mean, Thatch, you could correct me if I'm wrong, but they could have uh, just easily thrown fire le- the Fire Emblem name on this, and it would have been basically the same game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They could have done that. They, they You could throw anything on this. I think what they did here, though, was they took um, – they, they literally just took the trading figure game and gave it its own video game. You yeah. know, uh, hmm. and I think that's that's an interesting thing to do because there are there there wasn't a game like this prior to Pokemon Trading Figure Game, and so what they did is they took an existing property that they had and they're like, you know what, we can put this to use. So yeah. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. So, okay uh, with it, but if it was me, I, I would just tweak it a little bit. Like if if something did have a type advantage, maybe it gets an extra ten on an attack or something. So it yeah, it, like- it definitely. Wouldn't be yeah, a would huge have... unbalanced issue, but it would give you uh, give you a little bit more t- incentive to to make those type matches uh, happen. I agree with that. Hmm. Uh, so outside of that, though, guys, that's it for Pokemon Duel. We are going to take a short break and go to the commercial, and we are going to come back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. So we will catch you guys on the flip flop. The perfect summer has a voice. If we listen close enough, we can hear it. It whispers, One more battle. One more wild tentacle encounter. One more safari. And it speaks softly through the cool nights murmuring, One more mirage spot. One more pokeblock. One more launch at the space center. The perfect summer is waiting. The perfect summer is pure Hoenn. And welcome back, guys. This is, uh, th- we're here with the Pokemon of the episode, which is National Dex number 754, Lorantis, the Bloomsicle Pokemon. The Pokemon Moon Pokedex entry states, It fires beams from its sickle-shaped petals. These beams are powerful enough to cleave through thick metal plates. That's so true. Uh, it also has, I think it gets, I think Solar Blade is its, like, signature move. I think that sounds about right, yeah. That's a that's a physical solar beam essentially. And its base attack is 105 and its base special attack is base 80. It also has access to contrary, which Maximus pointed out to me. Um so you have you run contrary uh Lorantis before? Um Maximus, I think you said you had. Yes. Uh so what did, what else did you run on it other than probably Leaf Storm? 
Well, the one I have is a mix attacker because okay. it's, it's specifically for my son team that I'm trying to build mm-hmm. with Torkoal. Okay, um, go for it. It just depends. Like I can alter them based on what I need, but it's contrary. And I also have Pedal Blizzard for mm-hmm. oh, yeah, Pedal. No, not yeah, Pedal Blizzard. Why I say Pedal Blizzard? Leaf Storm. Leaf Storm. Yeah, I'm losing it today. Yeah, Leaf Storm. <laughs> Oh, let me start off the tunnel with the the nature is it's it's um it's a brave it nature. Brave. Are you yes. running like a trick room or something or nope. Since um pretty much with this generation speed isn't really all that for the most part. Because I have way I mean I mean his base speed is pretty low anyway. It's like forty five. Yeah. So. Even in if I invest, I feel I'm just wasting it because if things are gonna be that powerful going against it, it's usually either faster faster than already or or you know it's gonna be bulkier. But with Contrary and Leafstorm are able to boost its special um, attack even without um losing a, a negative nature on that special attack, so it can be yeah. physically and special. Okay, that's pretty cool, actually. Um, yeah. So, do you what item do you run on it? Oh, just depends. Sometimes leaf storm, not at least a life orb, or just depending on extra bulk. For have, you, part. have you? I mean, I, I'm seeing. I, I was looking on Smogon before we started to like take a look at Lorantis and everything, and so they have a set with Grassium Z and. I'm a big fan of Z moves this gen. Uh, there's a couple of things like right now. I think it's one of the most broken things. I think right now is uh, supersonic sky strike. It's it's just nasty. Uh, you could so imagine you have our favorite Pokemon Lander's Therian, mm-hmm. um, and he runs he runs the rock polish swords dance set. And imagine he gets a swords dance and a rock polish. So he's at times two attack, times two speed. And then he's got, say, acrobatics or something as a flying type move on him as well, in addition mm. to earthquake or something. And so then he can use supersonic sky strike. Something's gonna die. Nothing in the meta right now really resists flying real well, except for maybe Mega Metagross. And even then, Landorus with that can take him out with earthquake. So let's 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 just take a moment and be like, Landorus Therian, you're back again. Uh, <laughs> You're back again, but uh, I, I'm a big fan of these Z moves because Tapu Bulu also has a really good set with Grassium Z, in my opinion. And I feel like Grassium Z could work really well after you get like a contrary boost from Leaf Storm. I don't know if that's something you've considered. I was just asking. Actually, tell the truth, I haven't made a set with a single Z move yet. To be perfectly I, honest, I would just I would I would say it's something to try. Like if if say you get a contrary boost and. This might work better with like with your brave nature in a trick room, you know. Mm-hmm. But say you get a contrary boost, you're in a trick room, and then your opponent tries to send out like a fire type or something to kind of stall you. But you're at times two special attack, so you just bloom doom. You know, that's like that's the equivalent of like a base thirty three hundred and twenty attack at that point. So you're gonna put a nice dent in whatever comes out. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm, I'm not saying you're gonna beat a Torkoal anytime soon with it, but. I, you can put a nice dent into it as like a parting shot, you know. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and I, I've even seen Tapu Bulu's like Oko Gyaradoses before with Grassy MZ. So, I think it's just something to consider, especially now that it's it's in RU. But we'll see. The tiers are super unstable right now, and we we can see. But that's just my opinion. I hopefully this is informative. <laughs> 
this is back and forth discussion about Lorantis. But no, you're 100% right. That's the way to run it. Contrary is such a cool ability. It's definitely like, it's a poor man's superior. Yeah, for the most part. And with yep. its attack and special attack, um, special attack not being too terrible, and with mm-hmm. the boost with Leaf Storm boosting it, it'll just right on par with its attack pretty much. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's only base 20. So if you, if you get a Leaf Storm off, you're above your attack already anyway. Yeah. Uh, it would work really well with Solar Blade though in the sun. Oh yeah, see, that's why I run Solar Blade and um, Leaf Leaf Storm because you don't yeah. know what your opponent's gonna be. He, and especially mm-hmm. like I said, this is for my Sun team, so I also have Weather Ball as well for coverage. Oh, that'd be so cool! Yeah, because that's a uh, hundred. That's <laughs> so right. You're you're right. You're one hundred percent right. Um, we're gonna move on though. We're gonna move on to the TCG side of things. Uh, I would pick Lorantis today because of the TCG a little bit. Uh, I'm getting I'm getting back into it, and I think Lorantis GX is one of the coolest like Sun and Moon GXs. I'm not saying it's the best one out there, but I think it's really cool. I really love that it takes one one grass energy to get you to flower supply, uh, because one, it's base forty. It allows you to attach two basic energy cards from your discard pile to your Pokemon any way you like. I think that's a really cool uh, for one energy move. Mm-hmm. Now, give, granted, this is a GX with 210 HP, and at the same time, you have uh, supporting grass types. You have Forest of the Giant Plants, which I think is super as well. Like I, I'm, I'm a big fan of this. I think a Lorantis GX deck would be a lot of fun to play, and I might build one. Well, and then um, it's uh, it's other regular move, Solar Blade. Actually, yeah. heal thirty damage while while doing 120 damage. And yeah, that deals 120, and that's for three energy. And you know what? If you have two grass in the discard, you can use Flower Supply and get yourself up to that right away. And on top of that, you can couple Flower Supply attaching basic po- energies to your Lorantis as well. You can, you can use its GX move, Chlorosythe, which is kind of like the uh, Fairy Arrow of Gardevoir EX. Or Mega Gardevoir EX, I should say. Uh, where it did 30 times the number of Fairy Energies attached to it. Uh, Lorantis will do 50 times its GX move, so you can only do this once a battle. But it'll do 50 times the amount of damage, or 50 times the amount of Grass Energy attached to it as well. So... I'd say if you had five grass energy attached to Lorantis, you could KO anything you wanted with that one GX move. Or even just, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, attach an energy and do a fl- uh, flower supply. Uh, you're ready for the next uh, next uh, round, or yeah, yeah. I think I think it's a really cool card, and I think it could definitely be used. Uh, I think it could definitely be used. I I'm not going to say it's going to be competitively, but it, people are. I think uh, I was talking to Gator about it. He said something about it becoming possibly a good card. So I, I'd keep your eye on it, definitely. It also has a cool rainbow one if you want a rainbow one. So <laughs> is, it, is, is that is that code for this would be a good card for league play? <laughs> uh, I don't know if it would. Okay, so I don't don't trust my analysis right now. I'm not watching decks as much as like Gator and Jushiro are right now. So, uh, well, I you'd have to ask them. In my opinion, honestly, for like what's going to be good for league play. This one, this one, I could see going beyond league play, but that's me. Yeah, and. I, I know that, you know, somebody could be screaming at their car stereo or something right now, being like, <laughs> it's a garbage card, da 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 But I think it's a, I think it's a decent card for the amount of energy it takes and the fact that you it's got some kind of energy acceleration with it. So I think I think it could be used for something. And a way to way to heal a little bit as well. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's a cool card, in my opinion. As as we say this, Jushiro's like pained in his head. He's like, no, no, this is terrible. What are you guys saying? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think this one's actually a pretty good card. Uh, feel free to shoot me down. 
that's, that's how. That's what I'll leave it. That's where I'll leave it. The, the is there any fun? Uh, I said, oh, the yeah. one thing I will say about the card itself is it does have a retreat cost of two, which isn't terrible. And no. uh, its only weakness is to fire, which right now the only uh, fire deck out there is the Volcanian deck. So Yeah, and I think that one's starting to see I think that one's starting to lose hold. But then again, tell me if I'm wrong. Uh <laughs> so don't 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 say that because that's the that's the only deck that I have. <laughs> <laughs> I I would love a Volcanian deck, man. I think that'd be fun to play too. Uh so uh, there's nothing really interesting about Lorantis, uh, trivia-wise. It's based on an Orchid Mantis, which is actually a uh, mantis that pretends to be a plant. So it's kind of funny that it's a plant that's pretending to be a mantis here. So, uh. <laughs> um, uh, the the one thing that I found interesting with this pre-evolution faux mantis is mm-hmm. uh, faux as in like the the fake. So mm-hmm. it's a fake mantis. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, for its name origin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so that is where we're going to leave it. If you want to learn more about Pokemon, I'm sure sometimes I fly will talk about it. And uh, on, in his article, he's doing articles now on the website as well as Reddit. So definitely check that out. Yeah, he just joined our writer staff. Welcome, sometimes I fly. You're going to be a, a great addition to the team. Yeah, no, I love that guy. Uh, so you can check all these things out, pucklepodcast.com. We are going to kick it on over and change gears and go to the mailbag here, guys. for the mailbag send in your emails mail and on to the mailbag the mailbag as always is brought to you by the energy drink green tauros the energy drink that gives you hooves. Oof. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was too good, though. No, no. My favorite part of the mailbag is probably this opening where we just, like, everybody just does their own thing. And it's just too good. Um, so for those of you who are new to the show, the mailbag segment is the segment of the show where we read listener emails. So we're going to go through. Every week we do give everybody a writing prompt if they want one. If not, they're free to ask questions. And we love questions because it's fun to answer them. So... Uh, last week, we asked everybody to tell us uh, one of their best stories about a luck-based scenario in Pokemon, since we talked about luck in Pokemon. So let's jump on into it. Our first email today is going to be from Dennis the DDG Maniac. Hi, Thatch and assorted co-host. It is I, Dennis the DDG Maniac, or the Mimikyu Maniac, whichever one. <laughs> it's been a long time since I wrote you an e- wrote an email to you guys, but never mind. That it's salty story time, and I mean... I was salty. Story goes like this. Last Sunday I was SOSing for a scrappy Pancham so I can use false swipe so I can use false swipe on ghost Pokemon. First try at the twentieth chain, it appeared it appeared a shiny Pancham with Mold Breaker. I was like, okay, that's great. Captured it and started the SOS again. Still looking for the scrappy Pancham. At another at chain of thirty-four, another shiny Pancham appeared, also with Mold Breaker. This time I was ultra salty. Not because of Mold Breaker. But because it was a shiny, I took a deep breath and captured the guy. I was still salty about it, so I said to myself, if another shiny Panchamp appears, I won't play Pokemon for a week. I start the SOS again, and I chain 40, at chain 42, I got the scrappy Pangoro that I needed. I saved, turned the 3DS off, and went to bed for an hour, and went to bed after an hour of this ordeal. Sounds silly, but I was salty, but lucky enough to get two shiny Panchamp. Non-competitive, but two shinies non- nonetheless. The thing that also makes me salty is is that they are my first Pokemon Moon shiny Pokemon. Couldn't it be another poke? 
But, well, I'll end it here. Spook you all next time. Dennis the DDG Maniac. Uh, <laughs> That's too good. Yeah, get, getting a shiny Pokemon should never be a disappointing thing, but... Uh, like for me, I think it was like either the first or second day I was playing and I, uh, caught a shiny Pichu. Yeah. And, and that's cool, but I have like three of those from, uh, from like a gold and silver event. So yeah, I remember like... that one. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, uh, I mean, honestly, to me personally, I don't think shiny Pokemon hold that much value to me. They don't, they don't hold that much value. A couple of them look cool, but nothing spectacular. I am really more invested in hidden ability Pokemon than I oh, am. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that I am in a shiny Pokemon. Yeah. if I, I understand his frustration to be like, yeah, I'm trying to find this uh, hidden ability, but it's just like, are you kidding me? A shiny showed up? And well, I guess I got to catch the shiny. Then you get people like the fluffiest Wimpsicott who get a shiny and a perfect IV Pokemon. So there's that. Yeah. Well, I was looking. So I actually was uh, trying to do some EV training, right? Shamu and I were building a team for the stream and I was doing some EV training. And so the first thing I walk into, because all I need is, like, two attack EVs. So I need to walk in and, like, kill two Young Goose. So I'm on Route 1. I go in there to find a Young Goose. The first Young Goose I find, it's Shiny Young Goose. And I'm like, <laughs> like, well, come on. I just wanted the EV train. And <laughs> so catch the thing. Uh, all right. So next next Pokemon, or next email, I should say, is uh, from Zero Yano, I believe is what he wants. Or... Uh yeah, zero you know. My bad. Uh you want whoever wants to get this one, get it. I I don't care. Just fight it. Fight I'll it. Get um, it. I'll get it if it's left today. Um, okay, I'll go, go for it. it. Hey guys, it's Zero Yuno here. Writing for the mailbag for the first time. The answer to the question is back in red and blue, yellow era. I used to spend an entire day trying to fish a Jatini since I wanted that Dragonite in my party. Mom grounded me the next day since I failed to do my chores, and I caught it, so it was worthwhile. Also, I was wondering if you can help me find some New Jersey Pucalonians, since I'm trying to find a community in my area and it having no luck. Thanks, guys, and you rock. Uh, I don't know. We'll put a shout out though. Any New Jersey Puckalonians, like holler out. <laughs> um, all right. Um, we'll move on then. We'll move on. So this next one is going to be from Lucario loves Minecraft. This was all you snag. Did we lose snag? Uh-oh. Uh oh. Sorry. Uh, sorry. My, oh. my, my microphone was muted. Uh, we... <laughs> yeah. We're on we Lucario skip? loves Minecraft. We are. We're not. We're skipping over uh, the random listener. Oh wait! Did we, oh yeah? No, no, we're not. I must okay. have. I I did that in my head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this this next mailbag is from the random listener. Oh my! You surprised me. I didn't see you there. Well, hello again. It's me, the random listener, here to tell you tales of uh, fortune and glory, and also the mailbag if I feel like it. So for this week's installment of Storytime, I decided to, one, take a little trip down memory lane, and two, send a Pokemon on the longest journey a single Pokemon can go on, to my knowledge. 
Here's my game plan. Start out on Leaf Green with my Squirtle. Once Leaf Green has been completed, send Blastoise over to Sapphire. Once the Hoenn region has been conquered, Blasty Boy will take a big leap to fourth gen into Diamond. From there, he'll stroll over to Johto on Heart Gold and wipe the floor with his former owner, Red, although I'm not really sure how well that's going to go. After that, he'll be blasting off to fifth gen through the Black Campaign. Soon after, Turtle Guy will be busting it through the Black 2 story. Next, Poke Transporter. Uh, Bam, now he's in full 6th gen glory. Uh, full, full 3D 6th gen glory. Actually, then, I was thinking, I'm thinking about that. They used to capitalize all the letters in the name back in 3rd gen, so like you get the Blastoise up to 6th gen, all capital letters. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Bam, now he's in full 3D 6th gen glory. After a nice vacation in Kalos and one Megastone champion battle later, the the Blue Blaster will return to Hoenn and help me pick up a unique poster I've heard about, among other things. Back to the bank. Lastly, this Galapagos water tortoise will be uh, booling and blasting uh, in the rainbow rays of the Alolan sun, where he'll beat any who oppose his authority as grand champion Blastman into the dirt. Also, and also eat some uh, malasadas. So far, I've only gotten through Leaf Green and Sapphire, and he's made the jump to fourth gen. Keep on blasting, buddy. <sighs> now, <laughs> after that long-winded story, onto the mailbag. Actually, before we get to that, I- I'll uh, comment on that briefly. Um, I've done something very similar, uh, almost at least. I have a, a Shuppet, which is now a Bayonet, which uh, I sent uh, to several, several versions because I have... Uh, not the most uh, ribbons you can get on it, but a lot of them. Um, mm-hmm. So mine has been to like all of those regions as well. Picked up a whole bunch of ribbons, and it's still it's still hanging out in in, uh, in um, my Oraz game. But I'll probably be sending it up to Gen Seven. Are are there any Gen Seven ribbons? I haven't looked into this yet. I don't think so. Uh, that's okay. a good question, though. I I really want to do that, though. Maybe that's the next thing I'll do in Pokemon. It's just like, and I could stream it then too. Trying to get all the ribbons, uh, as many ribbons as I can. Maybe I do that. Maybe I'll do that. I can stream that. You know, so trying you, to get. If you want to get as, as many as possible, you got to go back to Gen uh, three, uh, Gen three, and uh, specifically um, either Colosseum or XD. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking about. I think I might do that so I can play through Colosseum or XD again because I've been I've been hankering to do that again. Just play through those. Oh, those um, games are, are 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 really hard, but uh, they're, they 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 are yes. <laughs> uh, they, it's really hard to go back to Gen three. I really well, like my mindset for going back to Gen three is really bad because every time I go back to it, I just Gen four brought us that physical special split, which I take for granted every day until I go play a Gen three game, and it makes me sad every time I go. Man, Umbreon's not good at all. Uh, yeah 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 one of the one of those games then then transfer it on up i know there's a youtuber goes by mnj tv vids he's doing uh a nxd playthrough right now so take that yeah i think i I think i might do that i think i might try to do that like a ribbon like a ribbon thing and then i could put it on we could do it on twitch and then we could take it all the way up to uh, we could throw it on youtube afterwards yeah that sounds fun that sounds fun Now, after that long-winded story, on to the mailbag. As far as my luck in Pokemon goes, I've never been involved in any serious competitive stuff, although I really want to when that competitive podcast is coming out. Jeez. 
Okay, yeah, match. so timeout. The first episode is out. Um, it was out in December, so that's on you for not noticing it's there. Okay, uh, and then second of all, we were gonna do it this week. Uh, we ended up saying no because we want we want to make sure this is a good show. We don't want to we don't want to seem like we're uh, we're doing a half uh, like a half baked job or anything. So we want to we really want to make sure that it's a good show. So give us some time next month. We I absolutely do promise you that we're gonna have some kind of schedule figured out for it. And it'll be good. So I don't have any crit, uh, crazy crit or miss underdog uh, victory stories. I've also never found one shiny that was. Uh, hang on, let me read it again. I've, I've also only ever found one shiny, and that was a hop it back on my soul silver cartridge, which uh, has since gone MIA. I guess that's bad, bad luck. I'm not really sure. There was one time, however, where I caught Deoxys on Alpha Sire on the first Sapphire with the first Ultra Ball. So I guess that's pretty cool. All right. I'd, well, I'd better get going. Supper's just around the corner, but here's a parting thought for all y'all. Team Skull never used Dust Skull. Seems like a missed opportunity. Au revoir, the random listener. He's right. They never used Dust Skull. Wow. That, Is Dust yeah, Skull that... even in the game? No, he's not. He's not in the Alola decks. Wow, hmm. that is a missed opportunity. <laughs> All right, so this next one is from Lucario loves Minecraft. This time, first off, I do not have the Green Tauros badge. <laughs> uh, also, yes, uh, this is the new way I'm doing it. If you don't tell me you don't have the Green Tauros badge, uh, you're probably not going to be in the running to get it. Uh, that way, I know who doesn't have it because there's just so many people with it now. Lucario loves Minecraft. Back at it again with the toasty memes. I do not have the best luck when it comes to Pokemon or anything in general, but I do have luck. And what move isn't more luck-based than the Mighty Metronome? Now that I think about it, I have a few good memories that surround this move. Back when I was a wee little third grader, I was struggling in the second playthrough of my main game at the time, Platinum. I was stuck at Fantina's gym, and I think most of my Pokemon had fainted as a result of my obviously strong starter having only one effective move to use, Grass Knot. I was using Togetic and I got a metronome to hit with a perfect move to finally end the torture and win the badge. Fast forward to this year, or more correctly during my playthrough of Sun last year, and the event Munchlax readily came equipped with metronome. I had some battles and I eventually went through the normal trial. This is when I found out that the Z, that Z metronome existed, and while I didn't use it all the time, it was fun seeing other Z moves look, uh, what other Z moves looked like early on. And then while I was on my way to the water trial, I faced a double team that included the Happiny, my Z metronome pulled off a Sunsteel Strike, so that meant that poor Hapney got corkscrew crashed to oblivion. Anywho, that's all for me. Gotta go to school. Hashtag Puckle10. Toast. <laughs> Hashtag Puckle10. We gotta make this a thing, guys. Alright, so the next email is gonna be from Red7. I'm gonna give that one to you, Maximus. Roger that. <laughs> How dare you? That's the subject line, by the way. <laughs> Thatch, come on. Thatch, it's me, Red7. Do you read me? Over. It's been exactly five months and 16 days since my last correspondence. I'm, well, I'm going to give it to him. It's five months. Wait, no, I'm, I'm, I don't know when his last... Now. Well, he counted, but he counted it, you know? <laughs> so... 
if you remember, I was captured by Game Freak HQ for trying to infiltrate their business and escape with intel on Pokemon Sun and Moon. You could not imagine the horrors they put me through. They blindfolded me, chained me to a chair, and played the game right in front of me. They made me sit and listen as they went on a magical adventure filled with new challenges, new Pokemon, and new discoveries, all while running old Pokemon best wishes episodes in the background. That's torture. That's awful. That is literally torture. Uh. They kept saying things like, oh, wow, look at this new Pokemon, and oh, look at these cool new moves. Knowing that the torture of not knowing would slowly drive me to insanity. I was sleep deprived, hungry, and my senses began to dull. Only thought of one day escaping and returning to the outside world. After months of enduring the most brutal Pokemon related torture imaginable, I finally escaped my nightmarish prison and go life living breaths of fresh air. I immediately turned to the latest episode of Puckle, hoping that I can fill my ear holes with the soothing and sustaining voices of the Blackthorn Council. And then you insulted my boy, Torterra. (laughs) I didn't insult Torterra. I was just insulting 16-year-old me. Um, Torterra is a cool Pokemon. I think it's cool. Uh, I just don't think it's competitively viable (laughs) as 16-year-old me thought. Uh, I think I think someone on the podcast has has been trash. Is that something I'm recalling? Re- re- <laughs> I didn't say trash. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, keep going, Maxis. Okay. <laughs> A fly on the, I say. How could you trash the tortoise, upon whose back holds the weight of every world? Of, of the very world, sorry. The world that his mighty shell sprouts life, and it does so abundantly. Upon his broad shoulders rest the past, present, and future Pokemon. With every step, the earth trembles. With every breath, the wind does blow. Why, the very mention of his name shall be revered with the same humbled heart as those who whisper the name of Arceus. The very god who created the Pokemon world and charged the great Earth King Totor, 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 Torterra. Wait, where, where did that word come from? Totor. I don't know. That's a Tortera. thing. I think I I know exactly what you're saying. It sounds so natural. To hold in its place, I shall never forget the transgressions you have wrought, good sir. Nor shall I ever endeavor to find forgiveness. In my heart, you have made an enemy this day. Oh, Thatch, I can't say, stay mad at you. I say, let Flygons be Flygons and forgive you. That's a good saying. That's a good one. <laughs> let Flygons say- be Flygons. I'm going to say that from now on. That's going to be a thing. What about Bagons be Bagons? Like oh, that'd be good too. Oh, ba- yeah, I like that too. I forgive you. To address the mailbag, I know luck all too well. She pulls the strings on many of a Nuzlocke and decides who lives and who dies. She determines the outcome of many a coin flip and dice roll in the cosmic phenomenon we call RNG. 
She is a fickle mistress who is both quick to reward and quick to punish, both greedily and grateful like. Though I will say, in times of trouble, she always seems to pull through, whether it be in the form of a critical hit, a critical capture, or a shiny encounter, she will always let us know she's there. And with that, I am off. Later days, Red 7. All right. So we got one more today then after that, and it's going to be from uh, the Argent Avenger. All right. Uh, the guy who won the Green Tours badge last week is back. <laughs> Dear Thatch and whoever he has, it is I, uh, it is once again I, the Silver Knight, the Arguan Scourge, the Argent Avenger. First, wow, Thatch is a new favorite person. I hopefully I won't dis- uh, hopefully I won't disappoint. Secondly, I want to thank you for reading my last email. My son was grinning from ear to ear as he listened to you read it and then kept talking about it all the way to school. Thank you. You really made his day. I'll make his day every day. I mean, I, I do this with your kids too, Snag. You do, yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. Your your kid was awesome. Did, did you hear his email last week, by the way, Snag? Uh, I did, I, yeah. He was uh, talking um, – well, yeah, it, it was – that's right. His, his son was uh, playing uh, in a yeah, and he was, match and he beat his dad and took second in the tournament. Yeah. Yeah, and he was like super humble about it and like was being super like sportsmanlike. Yeah. So like I just have to I just have to like give props to that kid. Yeah. And and props props to you Argent Avenger. It sounds yeah, like absolutely. you are are uh raising some good a good kid there. So We need to do that Pokey Parents episode. That'd be really cool. Hey, I'm I I think I have to be on that one. So Yeah, I think you have to. I think it's a requirement. <laughs> All right. Um thirdly, for the mailbag, I would have to say that one of my greatest luck stories for Pokémon happened rather recently when I went up against the Alolan Elite 4 for the first time. I wanted to make sure that I had a team full of Pokemon that I loved uh, uh, make it to the Hall of Fame. So I went in with three very underleveled pokes. I was going against Olivia using my faithful Lycanroc, Flint, whom I had with me from the first island. Not the best option, I know, but as I said, my choices were limited. I was able to plow through a few of her pokes without too much trouble until she sent out Relicanth. I knew it would take one super effective water move and Flint would be reduced to gravel. She fired off a hydro pump and Flint dodged it with a uh, with a shout because of how much he loved me for bursting through those tangles, uh, brushing those tangles out of his fur. <laughs> this, uh, the second one came and uh, Flint held on with one HP because he didn't want to disappoint me after all the times I had wiped mud off, off of him. We knocked out her reliquant camp and started to work on her golem. Uh, but the sturdy ability proved a problem since Flint was hovering at a dangerously low 1 HP. Golem, Golem tried to steamroll roller us, but with another shout, Flint dodged again, remembering all the delicious beans I had fed, uh, fed him. Golem went down and Probopass came out. We dropped him to 1 HP as well. Uh, curse that sturdy ability. I was certain that Flint's run was done. Earth power came flying at us, and Flint continued to hold on with one HP, not wanting to give up on me after all the ear scratching I had given uh, given him. Luck and my Pokemon's love for me allowed me to take down Olivia solely with my faithful Flint and ultimately claim a spot for both him and I in the Hall of Fame. That uh, is a pretty awesome run of luck. Yeah, no, seriously. 
Yeah. But, I mean, that, that just goes to show you, in-game, doing the uh, Pokemon refresh is a great idea. <laughs> that is That is 100%. Keep going. Lastly, I wanted to pose a question to you all. If you were living in the Alola region, what type of role slash trainer would you be? Would you be a professor that sets young trainers on a grand adventure? A teacher at the school making experienced trainers waste their time learning things they've known for years? A kahuna? A member of the Elite Four? Etc. As always, thanks uh, uh, for the great content, and I look forward to all the fun and exciting things to come in Puckle's 10th year. Hashtag Puckle10. Your shining defender, Argent Avenger. Uh, so who would you be? Let's answer that question. Hmm. Um, because I know my answer 100%. I, is, I know it, your answer too. <laughs> my, my answer my answer is a kahuna because that's just like my spirit animal. Like <laughs> my, my spirit animal is Hala. Like, <laughs> like I just – I walk around in Hawaiian shirts all day. You know? Uh, that's my life. Um, I would probably have to say that uh, I, I'm going to have to choose the answer of a professor, you know, being Professor Snag. I think that's what I'd try to be in the Alola region. Or, or um, no, I would be the guy who works at the uh, at the coffee shop in the Pokemon centers. <laughs> I'd, I'd be that guy. You know what, Snag? I actually can see that. I can actually see that. What about nope. you, Maximus? What would you be? I'd probably be a rancher, to be perfectly honest. A rancher. I see that as well. I just we could we could just have this happy ecosystem on this island, you know. I just walk around in flip flops and a Hawaiian shirt, and I just wave at you guys, you know. And, and I serve you up your your tapu cocoa and your exactly, <laughs> exactly. And then I just go and I hang out at the fence at, <laughs> at Maximus's ranch, and you're all of us <laughs> just sitting there drinking coffee, hot chocolate, exactly, tea, exactly. lemonade, looking up at the stars. What our this is a, this is a this is a pretty good life. Let's just make this a thing. Let's move to Hawaii. And this, this is just going to be our life. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. So uh, that is it for the mailbag this week. Um, so I think we have two contenders for the uh, mailbag badge this week, or the Green Taurus badge. We have uh, Zero Yano, or Yuno, and uh, and Lucario Loves Minecraft. Uh, which one would you guys choose? Um, we also don't have to choose one. We can always we can always tell him to try again. Lucario love Minecraft and what was the, who was the other one? Uh, Zero Uno. Ooh. Oh man, probably Lucario loves Minecraft. Let's do that. He emails in a yeah. lot. You know what? He, let's he give emails it to him. a lot. And then I mean, he's uh, he told you that he does not have the green Taurus badge and use the hashtag. That is that is following my criteria. <laughs> uh, so. There you go, Lucario loves Minecraft. Go ahead and submit for the Green Taurus badge on the website. Uh, so after that, though, guys, you want a mailbag question for next week? I actually really liked uh, the Argent Adventures, so I think I'm going to throw that one out there. Uh, what kind of trainer would you be? Would you be a Kahuna? Would you be uh, Would you be a young trainer that's going on this island trial? Would you be uh, a uh, trial <laughs> captain? Ooh, I like that. So yeah, send that into pucklepodcast at gmail.com. You also can send in just questions. You don't have to answer that question. Um, so we're, we're totally down to read your emails. I love hearing from you guys every week. And once again, pucklepodcast at gmail.com. So, uh, quick announcement though, before I go on to the social media rant, speaking of social media, uh, Gator is looking for an assistant to help out with, uh, posting on social media. So that's something you want to get into, uh, helping us out, run our social media and stuff like that. Uh, just send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, the thing that I keep saying over and over again. 
Uh, and we'll do- we'll definitely get a hold of you and talk to you, see if you can uh, help us out and be Gator's assistant, essentially, and help us get a little bit better, uh, get a better social media presence. So feel free to uh, feel free to come by for that. Um, and then, so other than that, though, guys, uh, follow us on social media at tw- at Puckle Podcast on Twitter. We're facebook.com slash Puckle Podcast. We're also on Tumblr at pucklepodcast.tumblr.com. We are also on Reddit. Check out r slash Puckle. You can also catch uh, Sometimes I Fly's article there as well. Uh, if you haven't already, review us on iTunes. It really helps people find us, and I really enjoy reading those reviews. Um, it really it, it brings a warm feeling in my heart when you guys are willing to give back like that. And speaking of giving back, if you uh, feel like you can donate to the podcast uh, without having trouble eating uh, your food, uh, (laughs) you should definitely, like, if it's the difference between eating lunch and donating to Puckle, go eat your lunch. Um, So if you want to, you can go to patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast. We have a bunch of rewards there if you guys do it, and we wholeheartedly appreciate you being there. Um, It really helps us do a lot of really cool things. PuckleCon this year is going to be aided a ton by the Patreon uh, on top of that, we're going to be able to uh, give out a lot more prizes this year and a lot bigger prizes as well. So keep keep out for that. Um, other than that, though, guys, I think that's it. Oh, also, if you want to get a shirt or some Puckle swag, you can go to our Patreon or our, our Etsy store at etsy.com slash shop slash Puckle Podcast. So check that out. Um, other than that, though, guys, I um, am trying with that. Uh, oh, yeah, interject. Really quick? Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, if you want to be a, uh, a uh, player of Puckle Game Corner, send an email to pucklepodcast.com, uh, uh, at gmail.com, I should say. Uh, we're always looking for members of the community to be contestants. We take priority from Patreon members, but uh, I think we're running low on some of those. So um, yeah. Yeah, anyone from the community, if you're interested, uh, send an email and we'll uh, see if we can work you into the show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, I guess that's it for the, this week, guys. So thanks for listening. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next time. So I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Mr. Maximus. And I'm Professor Snag. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.